Welcome to Yes, but we're here. Hell yeah, we're we are. Queer. Get over it. <laughs> we're back so, at it again. Yep. Back on our bullshit. Not at Krispy Kreme because they're still closed. No. Krispy Kreme's open. Yeah, and Krispy Kreme is open. Yeah, you, I mean you can go through the drive-through, but you can't. You can't be back at it again at the Krispy Kreme. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, how. That's true. Speaking of Krispy Kreme, you know how they started doing that chocolate glaze. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're gonna do a strawberry. Yeah. Oh I shit. Saw. Strawberry glaze, and that looks I would, amazing. I would love to get some, but there's only one Krispy Kreme in town. And which is insane to me. It's actually legitimately insane that there's only one Krispy Kreme because there's like ten Dunkin' Donuts. Well, it's like the uh, it's the Krispy Kreme that's also the um, the factory. Mm-hmm. Ah. Like they they make all the donuts for the area there. So it's like, yep, that's the one. <laughs> Where are the other Krispy Kremes in this area, Travis? That's what I'm saying. Well, Why they, are they, they hiding from they me? Bring them, they bring those donuts that they make, not just for the store, but to, like, the other grocery oh. stores and convenience stores and all that kind of stuff. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, got it, got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, also, there's a Krispy Kreme indicator. I know that doesn't Get. matter to you guys. I've driven past that Krispy Kreme, and it looks like a fine establishment, and I support them in what but, they're doing. But it's also indicator. It's also an indicator. The point is, yeah. is that I want to try a chocolate glazed donut, and I can't because literally every time I drive past there, it is like line across the building, and I'm just I like, know. well, I'm I'm out of here. Yeah, I remember there was one time, there were two times where that section of street that where that Krispy Kreme is was backed up to insanity, and one of the times was Krispy Kreme was doing a buy a, buy two dozen get another dozen free or something. Yeah, Jesus and that Christ, was all the way up. And then the other time was when a church's chicken opened down the street, and that one was bat. Their drive-through was backed all the way up down the street too, to the Krispy Kreme actually. Wow. God damn! And it was no, insane. I've had church's chicken, and it's pretty good. And I don't understand why we can't keep one open in this damn town. Well, <laughs> Cause that because that church's chicken closed down. It did close down, and if church's chicken was better, it might not have closed. So okay, <laughs> bro, that's Who's fair. Just having a difference of opinion. <laughs> I will say the best fried chicken restaurant, though, in my humble opinion, like fast food style, is Popeyes. Oh, absolutely! Like that, yeah. Popeyes has some delicious chicken. Like, you know that. how you know how they say if you work for a fast food establishment, you won't want to eat their food anymore. Yeah, I've worked for Popeyes and I still that's eat Popeyes. Oh yeah, I forgot you used to work at Popeyes. <laughs> it was my very first job. Damn. Yep. My very first actual, like, serious on my taxes job was uh, Jason's Deli. And yeah. let me tell you, I have dug crusty broccoli cheddar soup out of cracks that you could not imagine, Travis. Oh, jeez. And I can't, to this day, the smell of broccoli cheddar soup makes me want to just vomit. That's a it's, shame because I make some delicious broccoli cheddar soup. Blah, blah. I can't. I can't do it. You know, it's, just, uh, it's horrifying. It just Dr. happens. Cheddar's my favorite soup. Oh man, Cheddar's <laughs> my least favorite. Soup. That is the whitest That's answer I've ever heard yeah. to the favorite soup question. <laughs> like broccoli cheddar is fine. Like I like it from Quiznos exclusively, almost. But uh, the Whole Foods broccoli cheddar soup is also pretty good, and the Panera broccoli. Honestly, broccoli cheddar mm. soup is just good. Panera, <laughs> Panera's um, chicken noodle soup is delicious. 
their and their tomato soup used to be really good, but like one of the herbs that they try and put in like big chunks of kind of tastes like plastic now. Mm. Ew, that's unfortunate. Yeah. The um oh, what's it? Oh, their Panera's squash like fall squash soup is also very good. Oh yeah, mm. that is yeah. And they have a chicken and wild rice soup that's delicious as well. You know what? Soup is just great. Soup is great. It's just well, welcome it's to like a hug for your the whitest stomach. podcast on the planet. <laughs> we love soup. <laughs> we love soup. Um, I've got some. You know what I like about Panera? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> How white it is. They, well, let me finish. <laughs> the fact that they is it the clientele? It's let me finish. <laughs> Guys, it's not the 60s anymore. Black people are allowed to go to Panera. (laughs) It's the fact that they serve their soup in a bread bowl. Oh, yeah. And with Mm. the top. But then you can also get a hunk of bread as the side. Oh, absolutely. And at the end of that order, you have more bread than soup. (laughs) That is painfully true. What is soup if you're not soaking it in bread? I mean... Water, essentially. I don't know. (laughs) I actually don't get the bread bowl because the inside of the bread bowl is crosses the like soggy bread ratio. I like. Yeah. Like I like soggy bread up to and including bread pudding, and then after that, I am out. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. So that's too much wet bread. Mm -hmm. Too much wet bread. Well. Two days ago, I posed to my lovely co-hosts, Travis and Ben, dear listeners. I thought you were talking about other co-hosts. The, you mean the, the co-hosts I have chained up in my basement? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're fine. It's I released them two years ago. It's not a big problem anymore. Um, but I propose that we think of spinoff episodes or spinoff series that we would like to see of Supernatural. And... I have an answer. I don't know if you guys made one. Oh, yeah. I've got an answer. Did that happen? Okay, cool. Okay. Awesome. Travis, do you have an answer? Uh, I think you cut out a little bit because I didn't hear the question. Travis, do you have an answer? What's the answer? No, do you have one for the question? What's the question? Oh, what's the question? That's what I said. You cut out and I didn't hear the question. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Travis. Spinoff show Supernatural would you like to see? What backdoor pilot could you get behind? Oh, okay. That question. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Um, wait, am I answering first? I don't know, but do you have an answer? I just want to know. Oh, yeah, I do have an answer. Okay, great. This is perfect. Awesome. We all came up with answers. Good job, everybody. High five. <laughs> um, uh, this is going to be so confusing to Travis. He's going to be like, why are there multiple claps? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just... no. Anyone can go first. I'll go first. Okay. okay. Here's my answer. And I think I've actually talked about this before. So one of the major problems on Supernatural is that if you were accused of a crime that's been committed by a Supernatural creature, that's it, buddy. There's yeah. no... There's no... You're just going to prison. There's no way to prove you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So here's what I propose. I already know where this is going, and I love it. <laughs> yes. Our show follows an attorney, okay? Named... His name doesn't matter. We're going to call him Clive Baskerville, okay? Nice. He's British. 
Clive Baskerville was raised as a hunter, but left the hunting life and became a, a lawyer who's like an ambulance chaser style lawyer, right? Not respected. He yeah. His office is really shitty. He's got a sassy secretary who takes his calls and maybe they have a will they won't they going on. And <laughs> every episode he gets tangled up with somebody who's been accused of a supernatural crime. Or a crime done by somebody who it was actually done by a supernatural creature. And he has to plant evidence to prove their innocence without sending an innocent person to jail. Wow. And that's the show. That sounds pretty rad, actually. Yeah. And maybe we do like Crime Boss Monster Family and he gets like tangled up in that. And, and, and. You know, he has a will they won't they with his sassy secretary. And uh, also, he like gets hunters out of jail on the side. Okay. And we could have like nice. the backdoor pilot is like he has to get Sam and Dean out of jail again. <laughs> okay. By yeah, proving that, that, that they're not Sam tight. and Dean, but like... actually his American cousins, Sam and Dean Baskervilles. <laughs> I'd watch the show. I would watch every episode. I would, that show would run for two seasons and I'd own the DVDs because it's also produced by Brian Fuller. And that man cannot get a show on the air for more than three seasons. Oh, what a shame. It sounds like Ally McBeal meets uh, Better Call Saul, but with a more likable protagonist. Well, a little bit. He, well, hold on. I'm not, I didn't say Clive's was likable, okay? He's. No, he's pretty likable. I don't know. I kind of imagine him as a mix between, like... Like, The Mentalist, maybe? Mm. Ah. Like, he's, like, also sassy. Maybe he has, like, Sherlock powers. Mm. He's like the guy from Blacklist. Yeah. <clears throat> so, maybe he's... Because he is, like, you know defrauding the public and lying to police officers. Ooh, yeah. which reminds me, the other character in the show, a by-the-book police officer who, in the pilot episode, finds out that the supernatural exists and has to, like, you know, help Clive, you know, plant evidence and stuff, and this entire time he's like, I just don't support this because I believe in the law, and if there are supernatural creatures going around killing people, then we need to, you know we need to let the public know and Clive is like no and they're the ones who are shipped together but we all know he's because of heteronormativity he's going to end up with the sassy secretary <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice. like, it's like oh, a yeah. mystery show where they're reverse engineering the mystery I can dig that yeah so that's that's my supernatural spinoff. If you Hell like yeah. my supernatural spinoff, text three three five five, text Ari to three three five five, and we'll contact the CW and make them make it. Just kidding, no, we won't. I'm not allowed to go to the CW offices anymore for unrelated reasons. Anyways, that's... it was to get Riverdale off the air. Anyway, <laughs> I need oh, Riverdale man. to exist. <laughs> I haven't watched I need it more yet. Cringe compilations. Uh, I feel like I need to, though. It's a show where I see dialogue from it, and I'm like, no one talks like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how people talk. Is River Riverdale is like live-action Archie comics, right? Is that what it is? 
pretty much. Yeah, except it's dark and it's a dark and gritty reboot of the Archie comics. Oh, okay. Like in it, Archie is like fucking his teacher and what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, holy shit! And like, um, so one of the characters in the Archie comics gets like murdered, and that's like the first season is the mystery of how he died. Wait, if it's the Archie comics, that means that Sonic is canon in the Riverdale universe. Get yep. the fuck out of here, really? <laughs> yeah, you Sonic know, was in the Archie comics. Oh it also God. means that Predator is canon in the Archie comics as well, yes. and Riverdale. Get the See, fuck the out last, of here. The last episode of Riverdale just needs to be the Predator shows up and kills them all. <laughs> I mean, and, I'm not against that. And a yellow glowing Sonic... Like, we, we pan backwards, and we see, like, a giant red shoe with a white stripe in the middle that's vertical. <laughs> and it pulls back even further, and we see this glowing yellow hedgehog with the tendrils of hair just wafting in the breeze. A fist clenches, and I we can, fade oh, yeah. to black. I can only imagine that Sonic, or that Riverdale, the TV show, is, like personally trying to violate every musical I love because they have had <laughs> multiple musical episodes and they always choose these like really cool kind of like you know counterculture musicals that I per that are personally my favorite musicals like they did a Heather's the Musical episode Ooh. sounds terrible they did a uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch musical episode awful awful i hate it so much <laughs> but other than that riverdale is mostly harmless and it actually looks like really good like cheesy terrible fun and if i could get past the dialogue then i'd probably watch it but i just hell I yeah i can't get past the dialogue so <clears throat> like betty in the show is like i don't know if she like disassociates and tries to boil somebody to death it's like it's like everyone's darker and edgier Jughead is played by Cole Sprouse from yeah. uh, Zack and Sweet Cody. Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah, and um, he has a whole speech in the first episode about how he's weird, and he oh, wears yeah. his hat because he's weird. And I was just like, oh, God. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, who else has a spinoff of Supernatural that they'd like to see? I want... A spinoff of Crowley and Castiel being the buddy cops. And not necessarily even hunting down, like, monsters together. I do want that. But I also want them to just fuck with people. And, like, I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> just, like... like even like Cass kind of like gets on it, gets in on it later on and starts fucking with people. But like at yeah. first, he's like not cool with it, you know, yeah, just like a supernatural punked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of and- like the idea of. Yeah, I love this. Continue. <laughs> Sorry, but that's pretty I was much going to jump off of it. That's fair, um, but it's just like. Either they fuck with, like, kind of famous people, you know, like, it's Snooky, but it's not Snooky, but I also think it would be funny if they just fucked with, like, big wigs from mythology. Ooh. That'd be kind of cool, too. But, okay. really, I just want more things with Cass and Crowley, like, even just them taking care of more problems. Like, if Crowley was trying to help Cass with the Civil War in Heaven, or with later mm. problems with yeah. hell. I think that would be interesting. Um, 
The other spinoff I want is just more episodes based on monsters just from their perspective. Oh, okay. that would be cool. Like, not necessarily, like, stick with the same monster every episode or even every season, mm-hmm. but just them being murderized with fries by Sam and Dean or other hunters. Okay. I think either that would be interesting or it would be incredibly sad. I would just want to see, like, maybe a pilot of it to see if it would like- work. The monster community at a whole is like always running from the hunters. hunters. Exactly. You know, like later episodes of Community where like the background characters are like, why the fuck is everything always about these guys? Yeah. <laughs> you know? There was another show I watched that did that. Oh, I believe it. It was like, whenever it's you two fuckers around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I can't remember what it was. Um. Oh, it was fucking, um, it was the Magicians. Oh, yeah. It was oh, the yeah. Magicians did that. <laughs> There's an, the, so, um, the character of Marina in the Magicians, uh, looked so familiar to me, and I was like, where is she from? Maybe she's from, like, a, like a... Disney Channel movie or something, and I looked uh-huh. her up, and I didn't recognize anything she's been in. And I was watching Hannibal last night, and she's and in there. Hannibal? She is, nice. yeah, as like one of the main characters. And I was oh, like, hell yeah. Oh, I'd seen her in gifts on Tumblr. It all comes <laughs> together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I recognize that actor. You know, from gifts on Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, mean, I feel that's... about watching Supernatural. <laughs> hey, that guy looks familiar. Hey, I was watching an episode of Psych yesterday, and Chuck showed up. Yeah. And I was like, oh that shit! Son of a bitch. Uh huh. There he is, Rob Benedict. That's his name. Wasn't Dick Spate Jr. on a few episodes of Psych, or am I crazy? Uh, uh it would. I wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he was. If yeah. he was, it's an episode I haven't seen yet. Okay. Because I haven't seen all of Spike. Psych. Spike. <laughs> yeah, Spike TV has a lot of episodes. You know, they've got so many series and wah, reruns. Wah, wah. Yeah. Spate Jr. Oh, are you looking it up? I am looking it up. I was also looking it up. Well, well, well. Look at us. A couple of people <laughs> with internet. <laughs> this is crazy. So crazy. It just might work. Uh, no, not according to his wiki. Okay. It might be a different show that I'm thinking of. God, he directed... Okay, so... Oh, man, now I can finally talk about this. So, I'm a fan of Lucifer, the mm-hmm. television series. And Richard Spate Jr. has actually, like, directed a couple of episodes of Lucifer. Oh. And for the longest time, I was like, please... Please, someone cast Richard Spate Jr. as an angel in Lucifer, preferably Gabriel. <laughs> but if it if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be, and I accept that. And just just an angel, because then he would also be somebody who keeps getting cut typecast as incredibly specific yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> and I would love that, but uh, it's not meant to be. Ah, oh, damn. Oh no, there's an episode of Supernatural called Galaxy Brain. I hate it. Oh god. (laughs) Thanks, I hate it. This is big brain time. This is a big brain. Boo. 
Well, you don't like Markiplier? <laughs> I don't have any strong feelings. I don't even know who that is. That's fair. He's fine. He's not... He's... He's fine. So. He's no game grumps, goddammit. <laughs> oh, is he also a Let's Play guy? Yeah, he mainly does, like, horror games. Like, he got started kind of the same way PewDiePie did. Mm-hmm. Like, they both had, like, a rather meteoric, not mediocre, but, like, a meteoric rise to fame. Um, I find him a lot easier to watch because um, Felix's voice is very grating, and also Markiplier's not a racist. Yeah, well, there's, there a, there's that big thing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. When, uh, I've yeah, got a Travis, supernatural what, spinoff for you. What's your spinoff? What's the backdoor pilot that's going to rock the world? Hell yeah. Change supernatural forever. Prequel spinoff specifically about Bobby. I'm in. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't even like have to say anything else. I him, have. Him starting his uh, sh- shop yard business and building the bunker and how he got into all that. And I know that like it touches on him killing his wife and all that in the show, but I think that would be cool. Like young Bobby, and yeah, I think it'd be rad. Hell yeah! Travis. How he how he met John Winchester, all that kind of stuff. How he met Rufus. Uh, yeah, how he met Rufus. How he met all the hunters. Mm-hmm. How he met and fucking Garth. Young sexy uh-huh. guys. Bobby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then there can be there can be some scenes of like. Jim Beaver being old Bobby and then it like flashes back or something you know like every cold yeah. open is Jim Beaver and then there's a flashback for the rest of the episode I don't know something like that I'm in I love it oh yeah Travis, I have an envelope here it has two dollars in it I'm gonna slide it across the table take it if you <laughs> <laughs> take it as seed money to start this project all right I'll take just, that and just gonna my, slowly... I've got my first investor good it's a, yeah it's a two dollar bill it's a fake one I got it from from Ruby City so oh, no. just, just that's, gonna that's funny I've got a real t- I've got a real two dollar bill what is <laughs> what is that Travis all two dollar bills are fake no, they're not. Yeah, they are. They're government. Uh-uh. They're government cover-ups. I don't know. Yeah, like birds or drones. Uh, so and did fluoride is something something. Fluoride is chemtrails. I don't know. Yeah, uh, they keep putting chemtrails in our goddamn water. Did After you guys? A while I run out of conspiracy theory stats. So. Uh, I've got a couple of new ones, but uh, any hoozle. <laughs> did you guys know? That Bobby was actually not supposed to be a reoccurring character in the show. Get I mean, the that sounds—that sounds like a lot of stories about reoccurring characters, where it's like, did you know this character was not supposed to be in, for like the janitor from Scrubs or anything yeah. like that? Spike, yeah, or not uh, Spike? Yeah, Spike. Actually, that's the time to use that word. Spike from Buffy was also not supposed to be a reoccurring character. He's supposed to show up for like five episodes. Yeah. It's yeah. the same with Cass. Cass was not supposed to be a reoccurring character. Mm. So he was supposed to be a one-time woman in a trench coat. He was mm-hmm. supposed to be a one-time woman in a trench coat. And alas... He's still little, here. That little angel is just the angel that could be in yeah. you know, 200 episodes of Supernatural. Yeah. Um, so Bo- Bobby showed up what, at the end of season one? Yes. Yeah. Where did you hear that, Ben? Not that I don't believe you, but... 
It was an article that I can't seem to find. Oh, okay. Was it one of those, like, you open up Google Chrome on your phone, and it's like, here's a bunch of news articles that'll spoil Supernatural for you? Because that's what happens to me all the time. <laughs> is that what, is that a problem in your life, Travis? <laughs> yeah, it is, actually. It's like, I'll, I'll open up Google Chrome, and then it'll be like, here's, your, here's the websites you visited the most, and then right under it is articles for you. And, uh, it's like... Here's ten characters that are gonna reappear in season fifteen. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, I'm gonna put the article that I found because it's through Screen Rant. Because luckily, I I had time to find that article with what Travis said. <laughs> Thanks, Travis. You're welcome, Ben. I was buying you time. Thank so you. Let's click on this link. Let's you, let's get these viruses on my computer. <laughs> uh, just use like a uh, malware bytes. You'll be fine. Yeah. Let's get these viruses on my brother's computer. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't use your own. Supernatural's Bobby Singer was supposed to, never supposed to be a main character. Well, consider this clickbait bot. Yeah. Unless it ends in ellipses, I'm not going to not click the article. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Travis, don't read any more past the headline. Yeah, it's just oh, okay. spoiler city. <laughs> My bad. Gotcha. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops and doodle. <laughs> Let's call this episode Ben Fucks Up again. <laughs> Speaking of conspiracy theories, um, I, was re- I was reminded of one of my favorite conspiracy theories that real people actually believe in. Oh, boy. Which is, is it the-, the Bill Hicks one? No. <laughs> It's the Shakespeare didn't write Shakespeare conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. And I think it's my favorite because it didn't have to go that hard. Yeah. (laughs) Ben, do you know the specifics of this conspiracy theory? I know that, as far as I remember, because I watched a show with it, about it with my mom, where Shakespeare was ostensibly just a guy that wasn't he wasn't not smart he was just kind of goofy and this other guy just kind of ghost wrote everything but didn't want the fame associated with himself and so he just used shakespeare as, as a, a way as a patsy yeah or whatever to get his writings oh. out because yeah. he was too rich and either he didn't want to be a target for his intellect or he didn't want prose and poetry associated with himself to taint his own reputation so that rich guy was a real person named edward devere he was the earl of oxford and this conspiracy theory says that not only did he write the plays and poetry of shakespeare because see shakespeare didn't have a college education and poor people can't do things and why don't Uh. we know more about this guy's life um, and it says that Edward Devere is, wait for it, a secret bastard child of Elizabeth I. Oh, boy. Who also slept with Elizabeth I and had, and Elizabeth had another secret incest bastard child. And this is the Tudor heir that could have saved the line. And then my brain just explodes because, like, what? Like, it starts with. This the simple theory that Shakespeare didn't write Shakespeare, and then it mm. ends in some sort of white supremacist, anti-Polish like fucking. Well, look, if only we'd gotten the 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 monarchy back 
on track where it belonged, then we wouldn't have this dumb democracy ruining everything. Yeah. yeah. It is crazy to me. And uh, I was reminded that it was a thing the other day. I had forgotten. And shame on Roland Emmerich for making the movie about it. I hate it so yeah. much. <laughs> you know, there's another... Not It doesn't go that hard, because I don't remember all of it, but there's also a similar theory about Hieronymus Bosch, that it was a pen name or a that it was actually somebody else. That Hermann huh. Rosbosch didn't create those paintings? No, the guy, like, it was one guy, but he used just the name or the moniker Hieronymus Bosch. I mean... Huh. Yeah, that's, I mean, sure. Yeah. Actually, I just went to his wiki, and it <laughs> turns out, yeah, he did. He was born... <laughs> Hieronymus Van Aiken, but it's spelled differently. There you go. Mm. Boom. Conspiracy <laughs> theory solved. We figured that out together. <laughs> we got this together. Yep. We made it. Thanks, Wikipedia, yeah. for answering my questions. <laughs> All right. Well, enough about Shakespeare and spinoff shows that we'd love to see, but will never actually happen. <laughs> uh CW, please. I swear to God, please make it happen. I would be... Honestly, I, the lawyer one doesn't even need to be a supernatural spinoff. It could just be about a lawyer solving supernatural crimes, and I would watch it. Yeah, I mean, that would be pretty cool, too. Yeah, that, oh, would, yeah. Be, that would be legit. I'd watch the shit out of that. I would, um, too. Or read that book series, or you know, write that fan fiction. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Travis... Mm-hmm. This episode is called Mannequin 3, The Reckoning. Yeah, what's Mannequin it about? Mannequin 3, The Reckoning. Sam and Dean are at a mall at night. And they are, like, researching something crazy and then like oh fuck I don't know it's fucking it's mannequins <laughs> who I, I there's only like two things you can do with mannequins they come to life or they just stand still and they freak you out like I don't I, I don't know I'm, I'm out of I'm out of ideas this is Travis's <laughs> breakdown <laughs> it's alright buddy you don't have to come up with an answer for this episode we can just move on alright we'll, yeah. we'll just talk about it now we'll edit it in we'll fix it in post we'll yep. fix it in- fuck it we'll do it live alright we'll be back And we're back. Hey! (laughs) This episode had everything. Yeah. Mannequins. It really did. Lisa and Ben. Bad CGI. Bad CGI. Contrived drama. Uh, uh, Kidneys. Um, Yeah. A car. Just one. (laughs) Just the one. Yeah. Uh, I I have a lot of notes on this episode. 
I actually, okay, so a little behind the scenes fun fact. I spent this entire week thinking that this episode was actually an episode we haven't gotten to yet. Uh, and then there were none. That's two episodes from now. And gotcha. this entire week, I was just like, oh my God, we're going to talk about this fucking episode and I'm so upset and I don't want to talk about it. And so when I realized that I had the wrong episode in mind and we were actually watching Mannequin 3 The Reckoning, I was like, oh, thank God, because I I like this episode. And... Yeah, I, I liked it too. There, I, there yeah. was good things and bad things about it, but all, all around, like, it was pretty good. Definitely a positive viewing experience overall. I liked... Um, the victims were dicks. I appreciate yeah. that. I yeah. liked that. The, I kind of liked the whole like, well, what are we going to do about this this kidney being in this girl? Like, how are we going to defeat this ghost? And Dean's like, I don't know. Or Sam's like, I don't know. Maybe hoodoo. And Dean's like, yeah, but forever. And then she dies. Like that was yeah. kind of hilarious. I actually I wrote down. <laughs> Because they were like, maybe hoodoo. And then the girl walks up and she's like, did you say voodoo? And Dean was like, no, hoodoo. Yeah. And then I wrote down, remind you of the babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, overall, definitely definitely an episode that I'd watch again, 10 plus plus. And mm-hmm. I actually remember enjoying this episode the first time I watched it. Like, I think I actually talked to you, Ben, and was like, oh, this episode kind of freaked me out because mannequins are scary. Yeah, it's it's a very it was creepy at first, and I got like hard blink vibes, like from Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, uh, Russell T. Davy by like the first episode of Doctor Who. Also, yeah, yeah. Of oh, the revival. Yeah. Also, I can dig that. I think it's I think it's like uh, just like their faces are so blank. Yeah, it's the yeah. uncanny valley, but like taken a little bit further. Yeah, like with a like a blank mannequin. Like there's no features, nothing. It's just that empty slate. Yeah, because that's that's why they're used a lot in the Silent Hill franchise. In one of the first scenes that Dean and Sam are actually in the science lab investigating, and that um the like science mannequin. What the fuck are those called? I don't know, but it's a science anatomy, mannequin. Anatomy, anatomy puppet, mannequin. I don't know. You know, a not skeleton. It's like <laughs> Dean's talking, and it just zooms in on the mannequin. And I was like, "Can the mannequin hear Dean right now? Is the mannequin gonna attack Dean?" Oh man, I was tense. I was like, "Blue." I in the cold open, I thought the cold open made me think that it was all gonna be about that mannequin. Yeah, because it like they like, like CG'd it they animated mannequin. it like smile like doing a smirk and then killing the guy and I was just like what is happening right now I don't know but I'm I was like it. what kind of weird Hellraiser bullshit is this like he's not slippery enough to be <laughs> yeah, I literally thought this was gonna be possessed mannequin time like I I mean, it was, but it wasn't because I was, was hoping but it was all different mannequins. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was hoping it was gonna be like one mannequin that like got like blood or something on it from like a victim. Like yes. that might have been cool. When we mm-hmm. reboot the series in ten to fifteen to twenty years, um, I vote that we have Dean have a fight with the mannequin. 
Yes. It's just like, a slap fight. Just like, yeah. Dean's like, I'm ho- get out of here, Sam. I'm holding him back. I'm holding him off. Or some bullshit like that. It looks terrible. Oh, man. I'd be into it. The mannequin's like stepping very slowly and doing the robot the entire time. Uh, so, real quick, quick. Plot of this episode. This is the second episode where we have like kind of split story going on. Because last episode yeah. we had the flashbacks, and then this episode we've got Sam researching the mannequin mystery and Dean <clears throat> going and dealing with Lisa and Ben. Which again, I'm just so tired of Lisa and Ben, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done with them. They were cool, and now I'm just like, we're not. Stop. Yeah, please stop. Please stop. So. I'm not going to say they're, like, a terrible... They're not, like, gramples where they're pointless. Like, I get what narrative role they serve. Yeah. But also, I'm just like... Guys, can we move on to different things now? I'm just... Yeah, well, I think after this episode, we can move on to different things, right? Like, this was the... Ben and Lisa are, like, done episode. Is that... That's kind of what it felt like to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like Lisa's finally going on dates with other people. The third date. I thought the whole scene with Dean going back and talking to Ben. The when Dean was talking to Ben about how he needs to let Lisa like do her thing. Yeah. It was kind of like it, it gave me like divorce kid talk vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like That's exactly what it was. Your mom and dad like. Mommy and daddy aren't going to be around each other anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> it's not your fault. It's, yeah, not, it's, your it's fault. not your fault. Okay. Oh, that's boy. an abuse kid vibe, Ben. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I ben also, was abused. I also love Goodwill Hunting. So. <laughs> By Dean. Why is Dean saying it's not his fault? He wasn't. Dean just threw him up against the wall that one time. He's fine. He's yeah. Fine. I mean, he might have PTSD in his teenage years, but we'll see. That's what therapists are for. Exactly. And Dean was a vampire making very bad decisions. Come on. Yeah. So it um, was no one's fault. It was. It, it wasn't. It wasn't anyone's fault. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Guys, sometimes I become a vampire and I get violent and I do things I don't want to do. It's not anybody's fault. Okay, except mine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. But yeah, I can stop anytime I want. Yeah. Why do I keep becoming a vampire? <laughs> um, so, uh, real quick, plot of this episode. Uh, there are, People keep dying in mannequin-related deaths by getting a huge bloody cut on their forehead and then being finally killed by the mannequin. Uh, it turns out all these people used to work at this, like, factory where a woman went missing a year ago. She is actually dead and is, in fact, the one behind these murders. Her name is Rose. She was very cruelly tricked into believing she had a secret admirer. And when the guys, like, revealed their prank to her, she hit her head on the table and died. The number one cause of deaths in the supernatural universe is tripping, (laughs) hitting your head on the table, and dying. I would say it happens even more than, like, demon-related deaths, honestly. It kills uh, more people than sharks. It it does, and uh, car wrecks every year. Guys, don't yeah. keep tables in your house. Um, but uh, the devil's furniture. Sam and Dean 
you know, or Sam salts and burns the body, but she's still alive. How is this possible? Well, it turns out her kidney is in her sister. And they are trying to figure out, like, how to deal with that when the girl, or Rose, possesses the Impala. <laughs> attacks Sam and Dean and the sister, <sighs> whose name I don't remember. Uh, yeah, her the sister's name was Isabel. Animal Crossing. Oh! Got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, because that's, that's what I thought, like, when, uh... Like, when I saw the name, I was like, oh, Smash Bros. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I know her from. Isabel's that little puppy. No, she's, mm-hmm. a, she's a sheep. No, no, she's a puppy. No. She's a puppy. Okay. Cool. Yeah, she's, yeah. Yeah. It's a dog. Do you like dags? Sorry. Uh, um. So, uh, Isabel gets fatally injured in the car crash, so, whew, we're not to deal with that. Uh, yeah, it all wrapped up perfectly. Yeah, we're just gonna oh, no, tie she... a bow on that. We're done. <laughs> no, she fucking takes a shard of glass and stabs herself in the torso. Was the vibes I was getting? No, well, that what I thought was that the Impala crashed into the window of that old gas station. Yeah, and then the ghost took a shard from it and like flung it into her body. That's what I thought too. Yeah, it's murky. Okay. Rest. Yeah, it, it was. It yeah, was very it was unclear. Little... Isabel maybe sacrifices herself heroically, and/or is murdered by her sister. After Isabel dies, Rose shows up and is like, oh, "My bad." <laughs> that's, that's on me, guys. I am, you know, whoops the daisy. And uh, then Sam and Dean have a conversation about how they're actually very good at their jobs. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a lot more heartwarming than that. It just kind of made me laugh when Dean was like, this doesn't feel like a win. And I was like, yeah, last week also happened. That was also bad. <laughs> Don't worry about it, guys. And then Sam was like, no, you, there are good things, right? Like, yeah. I'm back from hell. That's cool. Yeah, so and I had a couple tried. of questions about that. <laughs> yeah. D- is Sam like... Is the wall thing done? Did he break down the wall or no, like No, no, no. no. Okay. No. It's 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 more like he knocked on the wall and the wall knocked back. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cuz I was like I was very confused by that. Yeah. Because I also I wanted to talk about the conversation in the beginning that Sam and Dean have. Yeah. Where basically Dean wants to talk about it, but never Ryan, never mind. Dean was just right about everything the whole time. Because that's what the con- that's what it was like. It was like, Sam, let's talk about your situation. I was right about everything. You fucked it up. And I was right. Dean was right. Dean's nope. the best because he was right. He did like, say that. He did say those words. <laughs> like he did that. say he was right about everything. <laughs> so it was like, what oh was my the God. Point of that? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I was like, oh, like Christ, literally, the thing I can keep the show of doing is happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's literally why I wrote that down. I was like, that thing that Ari talks about all the time is happening. Like Dean is right about everything. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is that he's right. He was right about everything. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't even the most egregious moment. Okay. <laughs> This is another thing where I see both sides, right? 
obviously Dean is right to not want his brother to turn into a pile of mush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just mashed potatoes and applesauce mixed together into one unholy union. But also, Sam, like, wants to know who he hurt slash murdered, maybe? Question mark? Left for dead? Question mark? Yeah. Question mark? So, oh, yeah, to try and make it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, I'm going to need some time to marinate on this to figure out how I feel. And I get the feeling, and I don't quite remember, because, again, it's been a minute, mm-hmm. but I do get the feeling that, like, this whole, Sam, don't scratch the wall. Dean, I gotta know about my my soulless time period. Like, I get the feeling that that's gonna be a conversation that happens more as the season goes on. Maybe. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm gonna have to marinate a little bit. I don't know. What'd y'all yeah. feel? I mean, I, I was just... I, I was just kind of like... It, it didn't feel like an earnest conversation. It just felt like Dean yelling at Sam about how right he was. Yeah. Yeah. I did think the conversation had had shades of, like, blaming Sam for this, which, mm-hmm. like, how much... I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like... Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's not his fault that he walked around Solus for a year. Like, Crowley yeah. dragged him like out. Crowley did that to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. dragged his body up and just fucked the consequences of that, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, like, yeah, you wouldn't want your family member to do something that's potentially harmful. Because... Last episode, we saw, like, Sam can't fix what he's done, you know? He couldn't True. make that mm-hmm. right. Uh, Roy still died. Mm. The episode was called Unforgiven because Sam's actions were not forgiven. Um, yeah. You know, but how are you supposed to explain to a normie that you... Well, the reason why that happened is because you were missing your, you know, compassion, compassion heart or whatever. You were missing your heart of hearts. Missing missing the power of heart. But How are we supposed to get Captain Planet now? All right. <laughs> Guys, I lost the ring that holds my soul. <laughs> <laughs> One ring to fuck them over. Yep. So, uh, real quick, I want to talk about the other half of the episode... Uh, Dean keeps getting calls from Lisa, but it's actually Ben. And Ben's like, yeah. Dean, get, get, or I just want to sum it up. We haven't talked about it yet. But Dean, D- he's like, Dean, get home. We got to, Lisa's in trouble. And it turns out Lisa's not in trouble. She's just going on a date. Also, yep. did y'all see the shot where it focused on Lisa's feet as she walked down the stairs? No, I did not. Okay, so. Nope. I guess I was not trying to pay attention to Lisa's feet. Did Quentin Tarantino direct this episode? See, that was my yes. thought. Every, and I realize now, every time I see a shot of a woman's bare feet, I my, my immediate thought is like, the director had a foot fetish. The, oh, the director of cinematography yeah. had a foot fetish. Somebody had a foot fetish, and it's all because of Quentin Tarantino, and I hate that. Quentin Fetentino. Right? I used to not associate feet with with sex and now and then here I get we are. pointed out with you yep 
I still don't. God. I do. Well, yeah. <laughs> I associate it with sex that I don't want to have. I am yeah. not into this. This ain't this ain't my my scene, man. Um, but uh, yeah, Lisa's sign. She's just going on a third date with this guy, and we all know what happens after the third day. Wink, wink. Yeah, wink, we watch wink. TV and movies. Yeah, and so <laughs> Lisa and Dean have a conversation where Lisa's like, "Yeah, this isn't working out," and I'm like, "Oh, shock." <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. I. I'm so done with Lisa and Ben. I'm so fucking done. And then yeah. Ben's like, why did you abandon us? And Dean's like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking kill this kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. That was me once again, projecting onto the character. And uh, then, you know, Dean gets called back to deal with the with the uh, with the with the mannequin thing. The much more interesting mm. plot of the episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah. again, I just want to know from fans who were like super into the fandom back in like you know 2011, was the world clamoring for Lisa and Ben? Did we need like is that something that the viewers were like, fuck this monster hunting shit, fuck this civil war in heaven? I want to see what's going on with this yoga teacher and her son, like. <laughs> but was that happening though? I don't know. God, I don't fucking think so. Yeah. I really don't. I really doubt it. Like, I know I've, like, stated before that I've never been big into fandom or, like, communicating with other people other than my family that were really big into the show. Right. But I incredibly doubt yeah. that anyone was... Give me more Lisa and Ben, like, this far into the show. Like, it was interesting, like, for a bit. Yeah. But now it just feels I, shoehorned in. I don't dislike Lisa and Ben. I really don't. But I'm... Oh, no. Not at all. Yeah. I think they're fine as characters. I find Lisa to be refreshing in some aspects. Although, I will say, like... The conversation that they had this episode is basically the opposite of the conversation they had in the first episode or the second episode where Lisa was like, well, go do your job and we'll try to make this long distance thing work. Because in this episode, Lisa's like, this this long distance relationship's not going to work because I'm not sure if you're ever going to come home or if you're going to be murdered to death. Um, yeah. Which you think she would have maybe thought about that before, you know, like it's, she was aware of what Dean did, you know? Yeah, that's true. I think that a better conversation to have would would have been not weak. This relationship won't work because, you know, I'm not sure if I'm going to get a call from you or from Sam saying you're dead. And this relationship's not going to work because you got bitten by a, a vampire. You got turned into a vampire. And your first instinct was to come to my home and put my son in danger. Which I feel like is the actual issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not this whole, I don't know if you're going to die, because that's always been a thing. But what has changed is you were put in, like, and I get Dean's reason for doing it. He thinks he's going to die, and he wants to say goodbye to Lisa and explain Mm -hmm. what happened, I guess. But, you know, also, by doing that, he put both of them in danger, which is a serious problem, and definitely relationship-breaking, and... I understand why Lisa would not want to continue a relationship with Dean. 
you know, yeah, after that. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and instead, the conversation is, I just don't know if you're ever going to come home. And it's like, well, maybe not. His job has always been this, though. This has always been a thing, and you were fine with it three ep- you know, ten episodes ago. What's the <clears throat> difference now? Um. But yeah, I'm just like I don't like I can't imagine with the popularity of Destiel and how like heterosexual ships are normally treated in fandom, people were like super big Lisa Dean shippers. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look up their thick count on AO3. Oh, I bet it's a ton. Lisa Dean? Yeah. I mean, probably just because of the amount of. D- is their ship named Disa? Or Le- Lead? Lead? I don't know if they have a ship Lean. name. Lean. 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 <laughs> yeah. We're putting a lean, lean on a- this bed, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Lean like 90-10 meat. Okay, so ship popularity. When I just go to, when I just look up Dean Winchester in the tags, there are over seventeen thousand works. Ship popularity (laughs) in order: Destiel, uh huh, Wincest, God, and this is sorry, this is relationships, not just like ship popularity. Yeah, okay. Um, Castiel and Dean Winchester, so just like their friendship, right? Uh huh. Uh, Sabriel, okay. Dean Winchester and Sam Winchester, so again, their relationship. Uh-huh. Um, Dean Winchester slash you, so, you know, self-insert stuff. Great. Uh, Jessica Moore and Sam. Dean Winchester. Je- oh, Jessica, okay. Yeah. Dean Winchester slash original female character. <laughs> Sastiel. And then Sam Winchester slash reader. So Lisa and Dean aren't even in the one... T- <laughs> So, not even in the top ten of just the Dean oh, tag on AO3. God. Do you ever, like, look at fanfiction and get intrigued but bummed out all at the same time? Oh, all yeah, that's time. why I don't look at it. That's why I don't look at it anymore. <laughs> Literally every day of my life. Oh, my God. Okay, so I just looked up in the Dean Winchester tag, Lisa Braden, not their relationship. In the first three fix. Uh, she's not, she's, she's in the fic, but she's not in a relationship with Dean. Mm-hmm. In the second fic, it's past Lisa Braden and Dean Winchester. So okay. they had a relationship in the past, but the fic doesn't focus on that. Same with the third one. Huh. I'm just going, I'm just, hold on, hold on. Okay. We'll do this by kudos. See if that. I'm just trying to find a fic that has them together. Good luck. Okay, I found one that has them together, but the first tag is Destiel, so. <laughs> oh. So basically, the answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Okay, there are... Okay, so I I got the Lisa Braden slash Dean Winchester tag. There are 1,800 works. But I'm looking at the top kudos one right now, and uh, it's a Destiel. And Destiel again, and (laughs) Destiel again. So yeah, needless to say, I don't think this is a super popular ship. I don't think people were, like, clamoring for this. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, man. 
I don't remember there being much after this, though, which is very exciting to me. Yeah, know? well, like I said, it feels like the end for Lisa and Dean. Like, I feel like there's mm. not much else to do. Yeah. Run out of lane. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm sure the show will just let them go off into that good night with some dignity. Yep. Fuck no. <laughs> I'm oh. sure it'll be fine. Damn. Uh, okay. The show can't even write off into dignity right now. Sh- <laughs> I'm sure that they will neither be killed nor some other horrifying thing will happen that violates their bodily autonomy in some way. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, I bet they switch bodies. Yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, I don't oh, want that. <laughs> no body swapping uh, on this show. Only death. <laughs> Only death. <laughs> Actually, despite all the possession that happens, has there been a... Wait, yes, there was literally one last yeah. season. I'm gonna... I'll just yeah. shut the fuck up now. <laughs> me that happened i was trying to think of one where like the main character switch body like do we ever get sam and dean's body and dean and sam's body and i don't think we do no we don't nor do we get one where Cass is in either sam or dean Ayo. no we do as much as the fan girls might want otherwise am i right guys high five high five <laughs> high five all right so yeah um let's talk about the mannequin part of mannequin three the reckoning yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Wait, I have, I, have, I have a couple other things about the episode before we get into mannequins. Oh, hit me. Um, this episode feels like it has too many resolutions. Like, it has a bunch of endings all in a row. Yeah. Like, there's the Lisa and Ben resolution, and then there's the uh, Bullies resolution, and then there's the Sisters resolution. It's like... Pick an ending. Yeah, pick a fucking yeah. Movie. Yeah, and then we have Sam and Dean have a little wrap-up talk. Oh, I was just talking about talking about the episode in general. I didn't mean... I don't oh, remember. Oh, There's no okay. Freak of the Week. So, oh, mostly because gotcha. it's just Actually, I have, I have, like, a mini Freak of the Week that oh, okay. I want to talk about at the end. All right, but rock we'll on. But we'll get through all this. Travis taking my job. <laughs> <laughs> so, I liked the bully's death. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was um, great. Yeah, and we were actually talking about last episode how we feel like the deaths have really gone down. And while this is not as creative as, again, razor razor blades coming out of the mouse, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, which is like probably my favorite death the show has done, uh, I will say it is definitely a step up from last week and the week before and a couple of episodes before where it was just like... You know, we see a guy walking into it, getting into his car. He sees a supernatural creature and then cut two blood splatter on the window. Like, definitely a step up yeah. from that. Um, particularly the second guy who died, who was a security guard at the at the school. Uh, that's where all these deaths are, are happening. Um, he was, like, I guess in the fashion department of the school. And there were mm-hmm. a bunch of mannequins. And uh, his... So forehead starts bleeding. That's supposed to mark the cart cut where like that Rose had on her head when she was accidentally yeah. murdered. And um forehead starts bleeding and then he like gets he like tries to run run away from the mannequin and falls into more mannequins, which terrifying. <laughs> and then the mannequin takes a like a hanging rack pull and stabs the guy in the stomach. And I just got to say 
you know, if if you can't do something new and exciting, just execute the classics well. There's nothing wrong with the getting stabbed yeah. in the stomach with the with the pole. That is horrifying. Mm, also, yeah, that's a pretty good one. I just imagine that getting stabbed with the hollow instrument is a really great way to create a blood fountain. That's exactly what that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm into that. Because a vacuum forms and Yeah. But, oh mm-hmm. man, guys, I just had a great idea for our Halloween party this year. What's that? Blood fountains with actual <laughs> victims. Oh, with like uh like chocolate fountains but strawberry? No, like or raspberry. Like blood fountains with people. Oh, okay, that's Oh, like uh like money python wounds? Yeah. <laughs> I can, Ooh, I can dig a, that. The blood is raspberry um, sauce. Nice. Ooh, that's going to be messy. And then we have like an ice cream bar right next to it and people can like hold their hold their bowl under the limb that's been chopped off. I can dig that. Yeah, I think oh, that would be delicious. Yeah. So. Um, I do. I got a couple of things. It, it takes place like the mannequin half. Yeah. Because... I've got a quandary with this part because Sam does it several goddamn times. He does it at least twice. Oh yeah. So like, like later on when he burns the bones, because I'm going to use, the, I'm going to talk about the future, then I'm going to talk about the past, just to cut that part. But anyhoozle, he calls Dean after he burns the bones when he like walks in and finds like that last bully dead, who he. Bully's a strong word for him, but he still was in on it, so fuck it. But he's dead, and he's like 10 feet from the cops, and he goes, Dean, I just burned the bones, but the murders are still happening. (laughs) And just like yelling into the phone 10 feet from the fucking cops. (laughs) And then earlier, he's using a fucking EMF thing, like a little EMF scanner. And it's beeping and bazooping and babapping all over the place. He's like five feet from a cop just trying to hide it and shit. And it's just humming like a fucking, just like, just humming. You think the police officer would be like, what are you, what are you holding there? What do you got, man? Exactly. Here's my question. How much would you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit more for Sam to just pull out his iPhone or an Android, you know, just a smartphone and just open an app for like an EMF (laughs) scanner and he he's paid the 50 cents or a dollar. So it doesn't make the beeps and bazoops. It doesn't make the sounds. He paid the dollar to have that removed. Like, how much would you have to suspend your disbelief? Travis had a great answer to this question. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to say my answer now. Uh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> my answer would be, I would believe that if they had another character like Ash around, or yeah. like if Ash was still around, like he could just develop like ghost hunting apps oh for smartphones. <laughs> I would like love... it uses the camera and the haptics or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's like good news, guys. Yeah. That character exists, and we're getting introduced to her next season. Um, oh, nice! So, actually, I would love love an episode or love a character that's like Steve Jobs, but knows the supernatural exists. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. like. I'm a billionaire, and I spend my free time creating apps to help hunters, like Hunter Meetup, and, uh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Uh, Hunter, but with no vowels, and it's like a dating yeah, app. Yeah, it's 
Continue. H N T R. Yeah. I'm down for that. Huntersonly.com. Yeah. Some shit like that. Oh. EMS. I would love that. Would be amazing. God. And God, CW, imagine like hunters. Huntersonly.com is for straight hunters, but hunter with no vowels. That's for gay hunters. Yeah. <laughs> Here's an idea for an episode featuring hunters only, where like this like Baptist Southern Baptist guy. He's like he's he's been down on his luck in the dating pool. Maybe he's a widower. Maybe he's just been taking a minute and he hears about these online dating apps and he's a pedestrian. He has no knowledge of the supernatural or the occult. He stumbles upon huntersonly.com. <laughs> and he like matches with this lady and like she's being very coy, but like she's like talking about the hunts that she goes on and like he's being coy as well, just talking about like his amazing luck. With all the things he's gotten, and he's had, you know, some several high point bucks and whatnot, and they go out on a date, and then it turns into her like being like, "Yeah, let's hunt these vampires together," or some shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a, that'd be cool as shit. I'm imagining the conversation, and like he's like just talking about like being a southern. Bat, like preacher or something and it's like yeah. the language is vague enough that it could be about hunting and she's like oh I see a little double entendre here and so yep. she's talking <laughs> about like getting a stake into a vampire's heart and he's like this lady is freaky I like it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about snake handling and she's like that must be a code for this snake monster that I have run into before a naga blah 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 and he's like oh I'm just a literal snake handler <laughs> exactly that's another spinoff series I would watch <laughs> <laughs> to go back to the it's like Mike and Molly, but yeah, but like she's a hunter, he's a preacher. Together they hunt monsters, and it's. Adorable. I've got like one small change. I want him to be a youth pastor, not a full blown oh preacher, my God. but a goofy youth pastor. <laughs> you know, Jesus is the ultimate hunter who saved us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> How does this the fact that, like, Lucifer exists and has been in a cage, and also Jesus is never mentioned in the show? Oh no, he take this takes place, like, after season five of Supernatural. Okay, I'm into that. So it takes place in, like, that kind of lull of, like, demonic shit. Yeah. Alright. Of, like, pure demonic shit, at least. I'm into that. I like I like. Where, this. like... So... Where she doesn't know Sam and Dean directly, but she knows enough to be like, yeah, you know, Lucifer's real, but luckily he's back in the cage. And he's like, I'm yeah. sorry, what? You mean our Lord our Lord and Savior Jesus put him there? And she's like, if Jesus is a code word for Sam and Dean, then yes. And he's like, those, what? Are those disciples that I haven't heard of in the Bible's DLC? What's happening? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, things that I want. Are those in them Catholic books we can't have in our own Bible? Okay, he doesn't talk like that. He sounds like a normal person. <laughs> I'm just All right, that's fair. No, he does talk uh. like that. That just adds to it. <laughs> He's a good old boy, um. and she's a Yankee. <laughs> and also kills <laughs> monsters in her spare time this summer. Mm. All right. He likes his steaks well done. She likes her steaks well placed. Yeah, in vampire hearts. <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> when <laughs> she ghosted him with the little ghost. <laughs> oh, he has like he has an exit, just like Corbett from that one episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's sad, but I'm here for it. It like looks like like it's not gonna work out, and then she's he saves her life by like stabbing a werewolf, and she's like. Brian, I don't know if his name's Brian. We can change the name, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that yeah. it all works out, and they have a super cute relation together. And I love this idea. All right. Anyways, moving on. Back to the episode. Talking yeah, about Mannequin yeah. Three: The Reckoning, uh, which is, of course, implies that I kind of okay. So, Mannequin Three: The Reckoning. That title is a reference to the Mannequin movie. Uh huh. Mannequin one and two. Yes. Those are light-hearted romantic comedies. Yes. So I like the idea that this happened. This implies that Mannequin Three: The Reckoning takes place in that same movie series, but ends up being like an apocalyptic movie about mannequins turning on us. I mean, that's not what happened in the episode. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to stop now. Okay, so. Um, yeah, the last bully, uh, he, I like that he has his interview with Sam and Sam is like, you are the worst liar on the planet. What did you think you were doing? You know? Um, yeah, that was, I love when Sam can like kind of crack down like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked that the guy was like, you know how it is when a grump bunch of guys get together, and Sam was like, I have literally never acted like this in my life. When my friend group gets together, we're usually hunting a horrible monster. So, worse but better, I guess? <laughs> oh my god. Ugh, god. Awful. Uh, what they did, so they basically, like, catfished her for a year. Yeah. And then, like, had her come to this romantic dinner and they had a mannequin dressed as a guy and waited until she like touched him and saw he wasn't real to reveal themselves and just the entire time I was just like you motherfuckers yeah. I hate you <laughs> they were awful like legitimately it didn't even feel like she was that angry about it like yeah she, oh she was well, she, she was, was just furious sad. i was furious but then she yeah, died so yeah well because that one dude like grab like never grab somebody who's don't grab their arm if they're walking away from yeah, you that yeah because just then don't. they'll fall down and hit their head on a coffee table yeah and even die. if it's on the street the number yeah. one way to kill to be killed in america <laughs> or a walmart or a kroger don't just don't 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 grab people's arms yeah just don't that shit is weird man like, yeah. I've never had to get somebody's attention or tried to keep somebody here and had to grab their arm. I mean, I've also never, like, defrauded somebody like that, but still. Um, I, yeah, I was, so, I I did not feel sorry for them. And the one, the guy at the end who, like, was like, I wanted to tell the police, but. Sting wouldn't pick up the phone. I just, uh... There, I see so many episodes of television shows, procedural crime dramas, where, like, somebody's died in a horrible accident, and 
there was a group of friends together and they were like we the best case scenario here is we don't tell the cops we hide our crimes and don't tell them it was an accident and i was like yeah what kind of logic was that yeah surely the best option is to always just go to the cops because the only thing that those guys were guilty of was being complete dicks like yeah they were there was no murder that happened I mean, it was just all an accident i guess the absolute <sighs> worst thing that would happen is like the guy who actually grabbed her arm would maybe go to trial for involuntary manslaughter but i can, i can imagine a scenario where he doesn't you know nothing like nothing comes from that because like he just grabbed Legit- her arm he didn't push her or throw her down or whatever, you know, didn't trip her or anything mm-hmm. like that. I le- the only one that would probably go to jail is the guy that grabbed her arm. Yeah, but even then I'm seeing, like, a possible defense where that doesn't happen, you know? Yeah, yeah that, I mean, that does make sense. Yeah. But it's definitely I less think... than the crime of uh, burying her body and not telling anyone for a year. Especially since Fucking in this yeah. universe, all of his friends died. <laughs> Yeah. But this comes up in television episodes a lot, and I'm always like, please, please do not do this. Please just go to the fucking cops. Like, you really have to sell me on the whole, you know, it's better to to lie to the police than to, you know. Yeah. Not. Like, yeah. there were tons of witnesses there's there's things to back up the story. I don't know. Maybe I'm just particularly mm. sensitive to this because I just watched an episode of Hannibal where a character kills somebody else out of self-defense and immediately gets manipulated into not telling the cops that she killed this guy out of self-defense. And yeah, I was just like, no. can we not? <laughs> so what I'm saying is that these are a bunch of assholes and I'm not sad they're dead. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like that's fair. normally very, the, very non-sympathetic uh, victims. victims. Yeah, normally I feel mm. like when a character in a supernatural episode dies, it's almost, especially in a vengeful ghost episode, it's almost always they don't deserve it. They just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and I'm always like, oh, this was just an accident, and the ghosts mm. didn't even know what they were really doing because they're you know a vengeful spirit. You know they can't help it. But in this case, I was like, no, I'm glad they're dead. Fuck them. They suck. <laughs> yeah. So. So, yeah. They were not great. Yeah. Um, overall, enjoyable episode. I wouldn't say it's my favorite episode yeah. of season six or even like in the top ten. But, yeah, I like the mystery. I think they did something kind of different with mm. the, the ghost. That was interesting. Yeah, I don't mind a solid ghost episode, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Is this the first ghost episode we've had in the season? Yeah. I thought the mannequin was appropriately creepy. Mm Mm-hmm. So. All of them were. Yeah. 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 So, and other than the Lisa and Ben stuff, which wasn't even bad, it's just like, I'm done. I'm done with this. Let's just call him Diesel. Diesel. Diesel? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Oh no! I was pretty partial to Lean. Ooh, Lean is Lean is good, <laughs> but 
like diesel is bad, and ultimately you shouldn't use diesel. Yeah, is what I'm getting at with calling it diesel. <laughs> oh, you know okay, I see, I see. Yeah, I see what as you've done as, here. Yeah, <laughs> it's big brain time. Sorry, uh, callbacks. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Maybe All I right. wouldn't mind Lisa and Ben so much if I just like I don't know. So Le- Be- Dean and Ben had a conversation where like. Ben was like, you never, you said never to abandon your family. We're your family and you're abandoning us. And I was just like, okay. I just, um, yeah, yeah. I just don't care. Like, it's a solid point. I agree with Ben. I just don't care because I'm not watching the show for, you know, Dean's domestic life. Mm -hmm. If, if Lisa had, like, if, if the show had gone the other way, in that Lisa and Ben started traveling with Dean and Sam, either would the would it still be the same level of contrived bullshit, or would it be so much worse? Mm. Like, like what? Yeah, exactly. Because um, it doesn't sound great. Because it's just Sam and Dean when they were kids again, but we're only we're seeing it through. Like a different point of view with Ben. Like it might be interesting, but Well, and Dean's right. Like so Dean brings up the fact that, you know, if he stays, then Ben's going to become a hunter. And I'm like, Yeah, you're correct. And Ben shouldn't have to live this life. Like, you know. Damn right I shouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've spent this entire episode being like, I don't like Ben. Ben sucks. He's terrible. What's up with I did too. (laughs) But that was just the voice in the back of my head. No, I don't think Ben's like, <laughs> as far as children character goes, characters go, like, he's fine. fine. I do think he's a little too old to be having this dilemma. So he's meant to be, like, I don't know, like, 13? I'm terrible at telling, ch- yeah, telling children's ages. I think he's... 10 to 13, somewhere in that range. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely older like than 10, I think. Teenager age. Yeah, he's like... I yeah. think he's like 13 or, like or 14. Tween. Yeah, something. Maybe maybe mm. like 12 at the youngest. Maybe 12. Mm. But I just feel like... I don't know. I've never understood the whole... You know, let's get mom and dad back together. Because, like... Mm. Oh, the whole parent trap bullshit. Yeah, as, yeah. as a child of divorce, <clears throat> like... <laughs> I can't imagine anything worse. I, I truly can't. <laughs> than like two two parents who do not want to be together getting back together. What a nightmare. Um, and I feel like Ben's old enough that like he should be. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I didn't like it. I'm not a fan. I'm ready. I'm just ready for them to exit stage right. You know, move on to other things. I can, I can dig yeah. that. So, and we've got to be go off into that sweet. And night. you're right. We've got to be going. We've got to be hitting the the exit soon. We have to be so close. We're gonna run out of Lisa and Ben Highway. Yeah. Actually. I think they just wrote themselves into a fucking hole and didn't know how to get out yeah. of it. And they're like, we've got this really strong idea for a ghost episode. Let's just split the boys up. Let Sam be a big boy and let Dean be a big boy and deal with their problems. Yeah. And then we'll come together at the yeah. end over me yeah so i do want to go back real quick to what you were saying travis about 
here's Dean mm-hmm. saying I was right about everything. Yeah. <laughs> that fine <laughs> beginning. Um, <laughs> I don't, the reason, part of the reason why I don't mind it this much in this instance is because, like, I see both sides and I do agree with Dean. Like, Sam's yeah. useless, or it would be tragic. And Sam is not very... Sam can't help anyone if he brings down the wall, remembers everything that happens, and turns into a pile of goo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Which he's Mm -hmm. been told will happen. So I get it. There are instances later in the show where Dean fucks up, like, real bad, and then the show just sweeps it under the rug... And moves on. Yep. And then uh, I can't okay. handle the Dean was right about everything because that shit is hard to watch and it's not fun. Gotcha. You know, I'm yeah. not watching Supernatural because I think it's going to have some great treaties on life or that it's retreated, treading new ground. I'm not, I don't watch Supernatural <laughs> because I think it's high art. I watch Supernatural because I enjoy <laughs> seeing people get killed by Supernatural monsters in creative ways and seeing these two characters that I like most of the time deal with it. Like, that's why. And also, there are some strong themes that I would say, like, as an atheist, I appreciate, like, a rejection of divine authority and things like that. But it's mm. not its not new. It's not different. Sometimes it doesn't even handle those things well. So when we go into, like, parts of the show that have Sam and Dean just fighting all the time, or, like, one of them, like, actually, truly, like, just fucks their brother over really hard and then you know we just say oopsie daisy and move on I'm just like guys can we get back to the fun monster part you know or like the civil war in heaven that's kind of cool you know or like get back to these characters actually liking each other Mm -hmm. so that I can you know relate to that because I don't hate my siblings I don't know. That's just how I feel. Maybe I'll have a different opinion. We'd love to hear your opinion. Message us at Havcast on Twitter. Yeah. So, oh, or yeah. email us. Hmm. Or send a carrier pigeon, maybe. Or like a message in a bottle. We don't live in near any large bodies of water. Yeah. Unless you throw one in my pool, I'm not going to get your message in Ooh, a bottle. Send it down the Tennessee <laughs> River and have it be found by a mysterious person. Yeah. In a trench coat, maybe. Yeah. Dun, dun, that's dun. That's, I think that's the largest body of water that's close to us. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually. So. Oh, I'm going down the river. Okay. So, yeah, that's what we have to say on Mannequin 3. We hope you enjoyed it. Travis. Uh-huh. Wait. What? I have to talk about these. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> There's no freak of the week, but I'm going insane. Okay, talk because about Because I am week. I am looking at five movies about mannequins coming to life. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> one of them <laughs> I mean two one of them is Mannequin, the nineteen eighty seven film. Great. And then there's the Mannequin 2, the follow-up, Mannequin 2 on the move, which had a budget of $13 million and... Jesus Christ. And made $3.8 million in the box office. Get out of here. The, f- the other three are Disney original movies. So, <laughs> here's, here's one. What are the Disney original 19... movies? <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> here's the one. <laughs> called A Mom for Christmas. No. 
a girl. <laughs> there's a girl. I'm not okay with this. An 11 year old girl whose mom died when she was three. Still wishes she had a mom. She wins a free wish from a wishing well. <laughs> And wishes for a mom for Christmas. Are you telling me this movie stars Olivia Newton-John? <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> Sandy herself? <laughs> Are you telling me the woman behind the hit song Physical starred in this movie? Not only, not only does it bring Olivia Newton-John to life as a mannequin, it brings like five other mannequins to life. Get the fuck we have There's to watch Amy, this movie. Who's Olivia Milton John? Philomena, who I guess is a witch granting mannequin. There's a Santa mannequin and another mannequin that's dressed like a taxi driver. And, and it's basically all about uh, Olivia Newton John mannequin comes to life and really wants to be uh, this child's mom. And it's all about how. Th- Olivia Newton-John can only be her mom until Christmas Eve, um, but then they do some ritual <laughs> to make sure that she stays alive and all the mannequins go back to being mannequins at the end of the movie. That's that's that, one of them. Do we count? The other one. That's, <laughs> sorry. Do that's what? not creepy as hell. Do we count one touch of Venus as a mannequin movie? I think she's a statue, so oh. I don't think that one counts. No, I think it specifically has to be convenience store mannequins. Okay, all right. This this is the niche I've found myself in. The other one is Life Size, starring Lindsay Lohan and Tyra Banks. That's a Barbie doll. That's oh, not I a mannequin. I've seen that one. Oh, it's, it is a Barbie doll. Okay, but this one still blows my mind because Life Size is about how she wants to bring her mom back. So she basically, like, wants to do a full metal alchemist ritual. Yeah. To bring her mom back to life with getting hair from a hairbrush and like buying a book. Yeah. <laughs> that one's insane. What's I, even wait, more insane? I like the sorry, I know what you're saying, but I like the fact that you were like, she does insane things like buying a book, having a <laughs> That's what I was brush. thinking. No, it's like a dark arts book about how to bring people back to yeah, life. Yeah, no, I got it from the context. I'm just saying those two sentences <laughs> strung together was hilarious. Yeah, it's like, who buys a book? Just download the PDF. God damn. can read? So... <laughs> All that cocaine didn't fry her brain. Hey, so, oh, that's yeah, very yeah. my bad. She's doing her best. Leave her alone. So, so my life apologies size, to Lindsay Lohan. Life Size came out in 2000. Yeah, yeah. And then in 2018, had a follow up, Life Size to A Christmas Eve. Also starring Tyra Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in February 2020, Banks revealed she was working on Life Size 3. Wow, they squeezed three oh. movies out of that premise, didn't they? <laughs> Yikes. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the but first the, one because in 2000, I was perfect, perfect Disney Channel original movie viewing age. Yeah. But the, mm. the Mom for Christmas one is really what got me because I remember watching that one too. Really? Yeah, it came on like it would. It would come on ABC's like oh, okay. twenty five I... days of Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, mm. that makes sense. I th- but yeah, that. Ooh, that yeah, that one was like. <laughs> I 
I think I would have remembered seeing a mom for Christmas. Because basically they like immediately Olivia Newton John mannequin is like I I definitely want to be I'm gonna be your mom because we had a, a slight tussle and then got over it. And then it's like the rest of the movie is a coming of age story of a girl trying to get over a dead mom and also stage fright, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I can dig that. But yeah, that's just I just wanted to bring that to the attention of everyone. I mean <laughs> Because this apparently there's a niche of mannequins coming to life. Well, mannequin and, and falling in love it. and falling in love. Or creating a parent child bond. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mannequin, I've I've only seen the first Mannequin movie, and that was a long time ago, so I really don't remember mm-hmm. much about it, but I do know Kim Cattrall, pre-Sex in the City, Kim Cattrall was in it. Yes. So, as as the Mannequin that comes to life. Mm-hmm. Um, mannequins, man. People just want to do sex to them. That, yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. understand why that's yeah. a niche. Did, <laughs> did we even talk about the sex doll in the episode? Oh, yeah, we didn't. The, the what? That that's how the, the one last, that kills the last guy. That's how the last oh, bully yeah, dies. Yeah, is he doll. goes home and he has a sex doll that he's like married to? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Pack up only the essentials. <laughs> oh yeah. god! So the last uh. is like, I'm leaving this town and I'm taking my sex doll with me, and <laughs> and then the sex doll kills him. I think I forgot. I think I blocked that. From my brain. Yeah, that sounds like something you would do. I'm fucking yeah. with you. Yeah. I don't blame you. All around me are familiar. <laughs> All around me are familiar dolls. You know what I guess? Worn out dolls. If they had called this episode that bully's name and the real girl, what the fuck is his name? Billy, Joe, Jack, Jonathan, <laughs> Brian. I don't know. I'm gonna start remembering people's Who names, knows? guys. It's helpful. Yeah. So, tell us your favorite mannequin movie. <laughs> What's your favorite mannequin-related piece of media? Yeah. My favorite. Annabelle or Johnny? Chucky? Johnny. Johnny is his name. Oh. Oh, yeah. the bully. Dolls, man. The one at the end? Yep. The sex Mm -hmm. doll bully. Alright. Well, this has been a fun romp (laughs) for the imagination. Uh, Yes, it has. If you want to hear more from us, please check out our website and our Patreon. uh, Where for $3 a month, you can get the other show that we do called Let's Shag Ass, where we watch something that supernatural actors have been in that are not supernatural. Most recently, we watched Fast and Furious 1 and... Uh, Psych. Psych, which was a, del- mm-hmm. a delightful time. Mm-hmm. So you can also find through our website all of our social media at Habcast on Twitter and uh, Hey Ask But a Supernatural Podcast on Facebook. Um, please, please talk to us. We love when you guys talk to us and and responding and you know sharing our feelings with the world. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, have fun. Oh, fun. wait, wait. Travis. What's the next episode? The French Mistake. Oh, The French Mistake? Oui, oui. Bonjour. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Bonjour. Baguette. Sam and Dean. Bonjour. Sam and Dean go 
to uh, they travel back in time and travel to Julia Child's house, and everyone's like, oh, croissant, <laughs> buh. Uh, is that how you say butter in French? It's just buh. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> buh, qu- croissant, come boy. <laughs> There's this there's this thing on TikTok going on right now where people take French words that all sound the same, like ver, and they're just like it's it's nuts. <laughs> I can't. That's all I can do to describe it. The French word for butter, <laughs> the craziest yeah. word, umber, umba, umbel. Uh, I know two two French words. That's or uh, I know three now. I know bois and croissant and baguette. <laughs> oh, and bonjour. That's that's five. Well, Travis, je ne sais pas si ça va arriver. I don't know. That sounded like gobbledygook to me. That's, that that means I don't know if well that's going to happen. <laughs> but I only knew the je ne sais pas part. I had to. I had to look up the rest. <laughs> so sorry, Google. If that, that if the, the last half that sentence doesn't make sense, but je ne sais pas does mean I don't know. When mm. I was in French class, I used to take when I used to take my French test. If I didn't know the answer to something, I would put je ne sais pas. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we would do something similar in uh, my Spanish classes. No sé. If we no, we would say barbed wire. Barbed wire. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I've started describing my level of French knowledge as um, on Duolingo, I know enough French to skip to a part where I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I am with Spanish. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Travis, I don't know if that's going to happen, but if it does, we'll talk about it next week on Hey Ass Butt. Yeah. Until next time, have fun. And don't die. Every time we do claps, I want to say clap, 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 along with it. And I, I refrain every time.